Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father God, we come again thanking you for this podcast. We thank you for those who are listening. We pray for our leaders at all levels, federal, state, and local. We thank you for spring and warm weather. We claim victory over high blood pressure. We pray for those who suffer from allergies. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of Jesus, amen. In my September 19th, 2019 podcast, I discussed nine powerful names of God. Today, I'm starting a series on the titles or names of Jesus. The study of his names will help upgrade our prayer life and enhance our worship. Throughout the Bible, names, titles, metaphors, and phrases differentiate Jesus from all others. The name Jesus is used 983 times in 942 verses in the Bible. His name means Jehovah is salvation. Christ is the name commonly connected with the name of Jesus, and it means the Anointed One or Messiah. The name Christ occurs 559 times in 522 verses. Now let's explore the other names of Jesus Christ in the Bible. He is also called Jesus Christ our Lord in Romans 1 and 3, where Paul makes it clear that it is all about the person of Jesus Christ. This title is also found in Romans 6.11 and a familiar passage in Romans 6.23, which says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, he is also called Jesus Christ our Lord in 1 Corinthians 1 and 9. He is called Jesus Christ our Savior in Titus 3 and 6. He is called Jesus the King of the Jews in Matthew 27:37, which was written on a sign placed over his head as he hung on a cross. He is called Jesus the Son of God in Hebrews 4:14. It says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast to our profession. Folks, the writer of Hebrews establishes Jesus as our high priest. Matthew 1 and 1 settles the fact that Jesus was descended through the royal family of David, as he is referred to as the son of David. This verse also provides proof that he is a Jew, as he is called the son of Abraham. My Christian companions, the family genealogy was passed down from generation to generation, and this verse satisfies the prophecy of Jeremiah 23 and 5 that out of David a righteous branch and a king shall reign and prosper. Jesus is referred to as the son of Joseph in Luke 3.23, John 1.45, and John 6.42. He is the son of Mary in Mark 6.3, and he is the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon in the same verse. As a side note, only Mary is recorded as attending the crucifixion of Jesus. He is the child Jesus in Luke 2:27 and the boy Jesus in Luke 2:43. In Matthew 13:55, he is called the carpenter's son. Even the demons testified as to who Jesus was, calling him Jesus of Nazareth and the holy one of God in Mark 1:23 and 24. 
Cleophas also calls him Jesus of Nazareth in Luke 24:19. He is called a Nazarene in Matthew 2:23. Peter denied that he was with Jesus of Nazareth in Mark 14:67. The angel told the three women at the tomb that Jesus of Nazareth is risen in Mark 16 verses 1 through 6. Jesus is called rabbi in John 3 and 2. The word rabbi was not used to describe the clergy in Jesus' time. It was an honorary title for outstanding teachers of the law. A leading rabbi would be surrounded by his students, and they would follow him around and listen to his teachings. Blind Bartimaeus called Jesus Rabboni, which is a strengthened form of rabbi and means my Lord, my master, in Mark 10:51. Mary Magdalene thought Jesus was a gardener until he called her name. John 20 and 16 says she called him Rabboni, which is to say master. Peter calls him master in Luke 5 and 5. The disciples called him master, thinking their ship was about to sink in Luke 8:24. Peter called him master after the woman with the issue of blood touched his garment in Luke 8:45. Peter again called him master after witnessing the transfiguration in Luke 9.33. John called him master in Luke 9.49. The ten men who were lepers lifted up their voices in Luke 17.13 and said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. Now, friends, that's teamwork. The law required the lepers to keep their distance from the general population. If one or two of them had shouted to Jesus, Perhaps they may not have been heard, but as a group of ten, shouting at once, they got his attention. Maybe if we all got together and give a shout of praise, we would also get his attention. Jesus is called a prophet in several verses, including Matthew 21 and 11, as he made his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. When they asked, who is this? The multitude said, this is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. He is called a great prophet after he brought the widow's son back to life in Luke 7:16. Cleopas calls him a prophet mighty in deed and work before God and all the people in Luke 24:19. He is called a prophet in John 6:14 by the men who were part of the 5000 that were fed with two fish and five barley loaves. He is called the prophet in John 7:40 as the people were divided over the question, was Jesus the Christ? The woman at the well perceived that Jesus was a prophet in John 4:19. When the Pharisees asked the former blind man what he had to say about Jesus after he had opened the man's eyes, his response was, he is a prophet. These words are found in John 9:17 and fit the definition of a prophet, which is a person inspired to proclaim or reveal divine will or purpose. In John 1, verses 1 and 2, Jesus is the Word, or Logos, in the Greek. To the Greek philosophers, Logos was the power that held the world together. Logos brought order out of chaos. For the Jews, they spoke of God as the Word himself. John's opening statement of his gospel starts with the words from Genesis 1 and 1, but this beginning in John 1 and 1 was not creation like it is in Genesis. Jesus was with God from eternity past because he was God. At the same time, the Word is a distinctly different person since he was with God. 
John 1 and 14 is one of the most profound statements in his gospel. The word became flesh. The Greek philosophers would have had difficulty conceptualizing the power that held the world together, becoming a man. In 1 John 1 and 1, Jesus is called the word of life. While in Romans 19, 13, he is called the word of God. He is the faithful witness in Revelation 1 and 5. He is the amen, meaning so be it or it is done, in Revelation 3 and 14. And he is the faithful and true witness in that same verse. John 14 and 6 proclaims, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. My friends, what Jesus was actually proclaiming is that he is the mediator between God and mankind. Those who believe that salvation is possible by other means have not read the rules of admission to God's heaven. You must come to God in the way he ordains. The truth his son speaks is that he is the only way. The promise that he speaks is eternal life. Will you trust him for your salvation? Let's pray. Father, we come thanking you again for today's word. We pray for those who will accept the truth that Jesus is speaking, that he is the only way to salvation. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. You may also write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.